It's December 29th, 2022, and we just learned that Pelé, a true goat amongst goats, and not just soccer goats, but all sport goats, passed away at the age of 82. Now, I am far from a soccer expert, so there are some brilliant minds out there who can break down the mechanics of Pelé's game and recite his stats like a soccer computer. But the one thing I can do that nobody else can do is talk about how he made me feel. How he made me feel when he was on the pitch and when he was behind the mic and when he was out in the world doing awesome Pele things. So I'm going to do just that during this tribute to Pele on Collect This. Welcome to Collect This, powered by CSG, your go-to sports card grading company. Here's your host, Alan Goldscher. I'm joined by Chris Corbellini, a uh, multiple Emmy-winning sports producer and my partner on the Head vs. Heart Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, neither Chris nor I, as I noted up top, are soccer experts by any stretch of the imagination, but we know a finger three about sports. And we've been watching sports for decades because uh, we are of a certain age. And those of us who are of a certain age will remember Wide World of Sports, the um, ABC Saturday afternoon show, which basically would take little bits and pieces, put together packages of sports that weren't MLB or NFL, et cetera, et cetera. And you'd end up seeing a lot of soccer on there. Um, and you'd end up seeing a lot of Pelé on there because you couldn't watch soccer without Pelé. Even now, like you can't deal with soccer without dealing with Pelé, right, Chris? No, you can't. That's the first name you think of immediately, especially for guys, you know, of our sort of generation where, you know, I remember him in the New York Cosmos, but only vaguely, mm-hmm. right? But to me, like the first two athletes I remember as a kid, just like the just remember the thing. Oh, the, the, that's what an athlete is: is Reggie Jackson of the Yankees and Pele, right? Mm-hmm. I started playing soccer because you weren't allowed to play football when you're that small, right? You know what I'm saying you just yeah. you sort of have to learn so who's the best player, you know, in the sport. Obviously, the guy that won, you know, three World Cups or whatever it was, just like a magician. Right, uh, an artist, and if you look at it now, I, I've never. I, there are not many photos uh, or highlights where he doesn't have a smile on his face. Yeah, and that's the thing about him that's really special. To one of the many things that's really special is you. You mention him alongside Ali, right? Now Ali wasn't a smiling guy all the time, but he was funny and smart and interesting and cool and good. Right, he was just a good person, and that was Pele too. He was an artist on 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 the pitch, right? You can go to YouTube, and Chris and I were talking uh, before we came onto the air about the the, the infamous goal from the '58 World Cup. Uh, just go watch it, right? We can describe it up and down. We're not Andres Cantor; we we don't have that eye, but we have the heart, right? We understand why he was so important, and I think there aren't many athletes. I can name off the top of my head. If I did some research, I could probably come up with some. But there aren't that many that exuded the joy that Pelé did on the pitch, right? You just sensed that he was loving that and he just wanted to be there, right? Is that just me? Or am I just like, am I projecting? <laughs> You're not projecting. I think that, you know, certain players just have it, that joy. You know, they're not, they're not wasting their gift. You mm. know what I'm saying? When there yeah. are athletes out there that, every slight they'll use to get the edge, like Michael Jordan, very famously, right? Like any, any slight that he could find, right. You know, he'll use it. I just, you don't see that with him. Obviously we don't, we didn't, we didn't know him personally, obviously, but you can sort of see the way he plays that if you have to make an argument that the soccer is the beautiful game, that is the guy that I would show. 
you know, like highlights from his World Cups and, you know, you know, anything beyond that, because he, you know, he was their all time, like the world's all time leading scorer beyond the World Cups by a huge margin, by like a Gretzky like margin, mm -hmm. right? As far as goals scored. Could play every, not that he would, but he could play every position he wanted to. Like you'd watch him, yeah, you'd watch him on the pitch, and he's just one of those guys who, not comparing him to Dennis Rodman, but Dennis Rodman was like a savant with rebounds, right? He just knew angles, he knew bounces and and Pelé knew that like he like Gretzky is an excellent comp uh he, he you just sense that the ball was was magnetically drawn to his foot and once it got to his foot he knew what to do with it the way that you know I I used to be able to play with bass I used to be able to like the, the bass would be magnetically drawn to me and I would make magical notes with the bass and be super proud of myself and I was a pretty good bass player right I was not the play of bassist I'm not gonna you know sit here and say I was that awesome but I knew I was good at it and I took a lot of joy out of it and you know there aren't that many people I think at that level like does Tom Brady for instance seem like he loves the game the way Pelé loved the game I mean I think I think he does I mean he wouldn't stick around at 45 there's that, that. Just, there's that, that joy but yeah I mean when I when I look at Pelé right I I look at it as he was just decades ahead of his time mm -hmm. you know and in many ways the way like the way Gretzky was, right? They just, no one was ready for that kind of uh, ability. And Correct. the way, like, again, through an American's lens here, but like Jim Brown in the NFL, like he was just a guy that should have played now, but he was playing the, in the mid sixties. Yeah. And there was just no, like most of the, a lot of the defensive players were five foot 11, like 190 pounds. <laughs> I could not hit the guy. Like, and you've got a real, you've got like a Derrick Henry playing back then. That's sort of what it was. And that's the way I look at, when I look at his highlights, when I look at Paley's highlights, that's what I think. I'm like, the defenders just, they weren't ready for it. Nobody was ready for it. Right. And again, like you said, Gretzky, yeah, right, exactly. Like, he was that prolific where his records were, like, more than double than the number two, you know what I'm saying, in his time. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, beyond, like, the joy and artistry, there is the prolific scorer that he was, and that yeah. sets everything. And the fact that he was synonymous with a region, again, through an American's lens, the way, like, Elway in Denver, Marino in Miami, Jordan in Chicago, where they become almost synonymous with the regions that they're from or they right. excel. Yeah. Pele was that way, you know, with guy. Brazil. And you sort of got, as an American, as a, as a kid American, looking at him like, wow, you know, Brazil produced Pele, like they must be a really good traditional soccer region. And of course they were. Like you just didn't fully understand it at the time. And he was also an ambassador for the sport, but for the world, like Ali was near the end of his life. You know, he was just out there being good, doing good. Uh, and you know, you look at a guy like Kylian Mbappe, who is, they say that he is potentially, potentially, and this is obviously a ridiculous reach, uh, but the heir to Pelé's throne. Uh, and Mbappe and Pelé had a relationship. Right. They had a good relationship um, and Pelé kind of, in effect, endorsed him. Uh, I don't know the exact quote, but it was basically saying, if anyone's going to be me, it could be this guy. And what an honor. Right. And kind of the perfect guy to carry on. Like, here we are about a month removed from the World Cup, from Mbappe's last appearance, I should say, in the World Cup, when he was just he was magic. Right. And he takes that joy. He, he brings that joy to the field a little more to him than Pelé had but you know if that is what we have uh to look forward to thanks to Pelé like without 
Pelé, there's no Ronaldo. Without Pelé, there's no Messi. Without Pelé, there's definitely no Mbappe. Like he laid the groundwork for these guys. And, you know, what a legacy, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're, we've discussed this before about other athletes and other sports. If you get there and win it all years before you're supposed to, I mean, Pelé was either 17 or 18 when he won his first, and Mbappe was a teenager too when he won for France, you know, in 2018. Yeah. Yeah, like that's that's the thing. Like that's what makes everybody stand up and watch. Like, who is this kid? You know, what I'm saying to, to do it. Like, he must be really special if he's that age and he's doing it. And then to win it all, right? You know, 58, and then Mbappe in 2018. Like the comps are there. You're right. Like, you know, Pele was more like a, especially when he was young, more like a tornado. Yeah. And, and Mbappe is sort of like you know he just drills those screamers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying he's he's like more lift. It's the charisma, though. It's the charisma that is such a rarity amongst. I don't want to say it's a rarity amongst soccer players because there is a lot of charisma in that sport, but it's a certain kind of charisma. Yeah, you you may hate him, you may like him, but you're always watching him, right? That's that's the score. And one of the cool things about uh, Pelé's game is, and you know, again, go to YouTube, go to the highlights. Uh, it, it transcends eras, right? Um, I'm going to do a musical analogy here. So Charlie Parker, great jazz alto saxophone, is the first guy credited with um, inventing, if you will, bebop. You listen to Charlie Parker records now, and sonically speaking, it sounds like it was recorded in 1947 because it was recorded in 1947. But if you take away the sonics, he sounds like he could be doing stuff right now that still sounds complex and still sounds amazing. You look at Pelé from the 50s, 60s, 70s, et cetera, et cetera. What he's doing would transcend in today's game. Whereas you look back at, I don't know, a Sid Luckman, right? Uh, 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 Sid Luckman would not be able to play quarterback in today's NFL, not by any stretch of the imagination. Pelé, with his style, with what you saw on the pitch in 1964, could be a stud, 5'8", notwithstanding, in any club league. Yeah, when you, you have an athlete that sometimes is in such a zone uh, and, you know, it's just so creative. Like, I think sometimes they don't even know where they're going with it. Yeah. I think it's just, it's just something in, innate in them, especially, especially Pele, like near the goal, right? Like he just, like you said, he had a magnet in his feet. And, um, but I think there were times where I'm sure of it, where he just, he didn't know where he was going to do. You know, he didn't know where he was going to go with it. And that's part of the, and neither do you. And that's part of the improvisation. And again, part of the artistry of what he was as a player. Well, that's why comparing him to a Charlie Parker, to an improvisational musician is so apt. You look at uh, a Michael Jordan, going back to MJ, if you're looking at the goats or uh, he's not a goat yet, but Luka Doncic, we're, we're like days away from his ridiculous 60 point, 20 rebound, uh, double, triple, double. And He's no, no one's ever in, 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 in NBA history done that before. And Luca's definitely one of these guys who he's got the ball. He sees the basket. He's got however many men in front of him. He doesn't know what he's going to do. And then he just does it like he doesn't plan it ahead. And uh, Pelé, who knows? I don't know what went on in the man's head. And I didn't watch enough of him to, to understand it. Admittedly, I'm not I'm owning the fact that I'm not a soccer expert, just a Pelé lover. Um I don't know what went on in the man's head, but it seemed like it seemed like that he was just kind of making it up as he go went along. Like when you're a musician, when you're a jazz musician, you have your scales to rely on, you have your riffs to rely on. But when it gets to the song, when it gets to your solo, when it gets time to improvise, you kind of put those in the back of your head and your fingers or your mouth, whatever instrument you're playing, will do its job based on that 
that well wellspring of knowledge. And that seems like Pelé, right? He learned everything and then he forgot everything and just went out and made magic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've you, I've heard this quote a couple of different places, including one of my former bosses, where they talk about you either have a job, a career, or a calling. Mm. Right? A job is a job, like or maybe your first job you ever had. It's, it's just a job that makes ends meet, whatever it is. Career, you know, it's something you're going for. Maybe you studied in school, whatever it is, right? Um, and you sort of build up your career, whatever it is. And like, there are a precious few that find their calling, and. Pele had all the attributes necessary in the most soccer mad country at the exact right time. Right. Uh, so, you know, like I'm, I'm glad we all enjoyed it, but like he found his calling. This is what it was. This sport was what he was destined to do. That was his calling. And, you know, we got to circle it into um, collecting and collecting. You know, we've if we're being honest, there have been ups and downs over the last eight, 10, 12 months um, in terms of card values. And the one thing that has remained constant is goats. Right. Those are the guys who you see the big Tom Brady sales. You see the big Michael Jordan sales and you do see the big Pelé sales. Uh, and. For 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 Brady and MJ, it's the championships, right? That's what gets everybody psyched about them. What they do on the field, also gorgeous. But without the without the rings, people are less interested. Uh, there were amazing players doing amazing things. Jim Brown, for instance, you know, one of the greats of all time. You never hear about him in the hobby, right? Uh, you never hear about Barry Sanders, one of the greats of all times, because they didn't win the rings. Pele, you got to put up there on the Mount Rushmore with all of the collecting goats, right? Ali, MJ. Brady, uh, modern modern athletes. You're talking Steph Curry, Mike Trout, et cetera, et cetera. But these guys, these guys that I mentioned, the Brushmore guys, they're going to be around forever. And I, I, I'll be very curious to see. Um, usually, when something like this happens in the hobby, right? Like when Hank Aaron passed a, a couple years back, there was a run on Hank Aaron cards. People got really excited and just remembered when they were young how much they loved watching him. I don't think it was necessarily a I'm going to invest in this because it's going to make me a ton of money kind of a thing. It's a I want to have this in my collection. If it makes me money, great. But I want to have this like gorgeous CSG graded eight card that no one else in the, in the world has in this condition leaning on my wall because it's Pele and it's awesome and it's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to have a 58, you know what I'm saying, mm. one of his cards uh, in a high grade. That's, um, that makes you a millionaire at this point, probably even more uh, in, in the years to come because, you know, very rarely is one player synonymous with a global game uh, like he is. So, yeah, I mean, I'd love to have the 58. Um, maybe a, jer a game more jersey. That would be pretty special. Imagine, like, have something that he actually wore and sweat in and, like, did magic stuff with. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, that's the true one of one, right? And yeah. uh, the greatest of the great played in it. It's, you know, certainly an amazing collectible. Uh, yeah, I mean, in my mind, like, you know, I, I put, like, you're right. I'd go with the goats. Like, if you're building a portfolio and you have the money, then it's, you know, Brady, Mansell, Gretzky, right? Uh, you know, Jordan. And I would put him as the fifth. You know what I'm saying? At this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would do. I mean, if you're looking at it from a collector's lens. Yeah, if you have, you know, the means, that's a portfolio that's never really going to lose uh, much luster and, no. and almost certainly go up in value. Uh, but again, you know, but, you know, if we, were, if we were in London right now and we grew up, like, we wouldn't even be discussing Brady or, you know, like, like the goats. Like, it just yeah. wouldn't exist. It would be Pele and maybe two or three others, right? And that would yeah. be it. 
And yeah. that's another thing you've got to think of it like globally, globally, just not, it's globally. just you know, outside, just globally for any corner of the, uh, of the planet. Yeah. They know that name just like they know Ali. There are, that's it. Yeah. Actually, if you are going to say, Name three athletes who everybody in the world, if you're even just a casual sports fan, knows it's going to be Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, and Palate. Those are the three guys that transcend nation. So one uh, final thing before we go. Um, Bill Russell, the Boston Celtics great, passed away earlier this year. And the NBA, in their infinite wisdom, decreed that nobody should wear his number, his number six, ever again. Um, I think after today that all of soccer should retire the number 10. Uh, rest in power, Pelé. Chris, thanks for coming on and talking about the great one. No problem, Alan. Anytime. We hope you enjoyed Collect This, powered by CSG. Collect This was hosted, written, produced, engineered, and scored by Alan Goldscher. If you have any comments or questions, please email us at collectthis at csgcards.com. 